My dogs are out of control tonight, and I don't even care. They're they're here for the puppies at this point, right? All of you podcast. All things creepy, cryptic, otherworldly. Okay, guys, I have another casting call for you. A leading television production company is seeking participants for a documentary for a major cable network about the phenomenon of sleep paralysis. They are looking for cases where people in the same geographical area have experienced paranormal activity while sleeping. So think the real-life Nightmare on Elm Street. If you're interested in sharing your story and have friends and neighbors who have experienced the same thing, please send an email with a brief description about your experience and include the state or region where you live. Send the email to casting at momentumcontent.tv. They look forward to hearing your stories. Take a deep breath. (sighs) We are back. We are here to bring creepy, cryptid, otherworldly stories to our best friends. That we don't really know what we pretend like we do. <laughs> On Oddity Files, the podcast. I'm Kitsy Duncan. And I'm Nick Floyd. What a nice, pleasant start compared to last week when you were just like screaming at everybody. Yeah, well, you know, I gotta I gotta shake things up a little bit. <laughs> it's a new week. <laughs> it is. You never know what you're gonna get with bipolar Kitsy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Not, not really a thing that I know of. I haven't been checked, though. So <laughs> could be. <laughs> oh, Lordy B. How you doing? I, you know, I've had a week. Um, I turned 50 since we last spoke. So that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No. So yay. I got some amazing gifts from so many wonderful people. But my husband fucking nailed it. <laughs> he... Bought me a tarot card set from the year I was born, which how cool and sweet and wonderful and thoughtful is that? And then he got me a Hasco Mystic board that is double-sided. Oh. It still has a planchette, and it came with the box. The box is trashed, but still, it has (laughs) the original box. That just sounds like the perfect combination of birthday gifts for you. It literally was. My dear friend KJ, I sent you a picture of it, got me a Buddha Sasquatch flipping the bird with both hands. And then the next day it broke. Oh, no. Got a new one today. Thanks, KJ and Patches. Patches are still French. But um, yeah, so right before Nick and I started recording, I was sniffing. I was going around the room going, (laughs) because I thought I smelled electricity. Which is also conducive for paranormal. I've smelled electricity out of nowhere in a location that has no electricity running into it. And then paranormal activity goes haywire. But Sunday afternoon, evening, we'll say. We're checking the weather. No rain in the forecast at all. It's supposed to be a great day. Starts pouring halfway through the day. The kids are over to swim and, you know, stuff and things. But we eat dinner. I blow out the candles on my cake. And then all of a sudden... Shit got 
crazy at my house. And so I'm taking the dogs and the grandson and my daughter-in-law and everybody who would come with me downstairs to the basement because I'm like, oh, this is some twister shit. So I go upstairs to check out where everybody else is, the entirety of my family, which is my husband, my two sons, and my daughter are standing on the front porch watching the electricity of the, you know, the electrical cords that run into your house sparking all over the place. But before I headed upstairs, I go to, I asked Mary, my daughter-in-law, I'm like, do you smell electricity? She's like, no. I'm like, either shit's about to get really haunted or our house is on fire. <laughs> Moral of the story, the kids are trapped here for three extra hours because on my road on either side of my house, I live in the middle of a forest, a tree is down blocking the entire road. The boys try to go out and take care of it with a chainsaw. The cops show up. Carter, he's like worried he's going to get in trouble for chopping up the <laughs> tree. But the cops are like, no, you guys don't have to do this, man. They're on their way. So it was a crazy Sunday. I was worried before Nick and I started recording that I smelled electricity. And this time it was going to be paranormal and not real electricity. <laughs> what an adventure. I feel like you had a very fascinating week weekend. It was kind of adventurous, and yeah. it wasn't that bad. I got to hang out with my kids an extra three or four hours, so I'm not sad. Yeah, in in a very exciting Twister-esque way. That sounds perfect. Yes. And I'm just going to shout out Carter one more time, because that boy went out and got shit done, took care of shit. He's like, fuck <laughs> this. I got to get home. <laughs> that is amazing. You're, oh, shit. Sorry. You, you were frozen briefly like this with your mustache. Oh, twirling. Like, like an old-timey guy. <laughs> Always. <laughs> it it's getting beautiful. It's getting long. Ever since I started real good, I just really decided to let myself go. So, here I you am. Do the handlebars? Hopefully. Handlebars and a mullet? I I mean, I got I got the the hair going, which is great, and I'm going in 2 weeks I'm going uh I'm going up to Blue the Blue Ridge Mountains. I found a, a Serenity Garden. In the middle of the woods, ooh! And uh, this this location is very important for one reason. I planned my trip okay. solely, and I've been, but I planned my trip solely around the Bigfoot Museum in Blue Ridge, Georgia. So you did. I will be going. I'm going to be out in the middle of the woods for a little while, and then I'll leave this yurt that I'm staying in to. Uh, go venture to the Bigfoot Museum to go visit my old pals there and uh, take it all in one more time. Oh, please take all the photos. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I lost you there for a second. Oh. I think you're back. I'm back. You're not moving, but I hear you. So that's always good. Perfect. <laughs> I, I did want to make a, a huge announcement to our listeners. Um, my friend KJ that I mentioned that got me the Buddha Squatch, which was fucking fabulous. Her and I are getting so close to launching our podcast network. I know Nick's known about it for a hot minute. A few people have known about it for a hot minute. But please check out on all the socials. It's called Just What I Needed Network. And it's going to have our podcasts on, Miss Murder, my daughter's podcast, Amongst the Pines. Get Scared is about ready to be relaunched. KJ's got a couple podcasts. She's got the Kind of Nerdy Girls. She's got uh, Pet Pals Pod 
Cast, P-A-W-D Cast, and her friend, her friend, well, I'm, I hope they're friends, but her husband, Patches, is about to launch his Kind of Nerdy Dudes podcast as well. So you heard it here first, kids. Check out Just What I Needed on all the socials, and I me love you long time if you do. So there you go. Look at that. You heard it here first. Exclusive news. Exclusive. So, yeah, we're kind of a big deal, Nick. Not making any money yet, or still, but, you know, someday. We are we are wealthy in friendship, community. Thank God. And weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it doesn't get any fucking better than that. God damn it. We need a t-shirt that says... Shit, I was going to make a t-shirt and surprise you with it next week. Moving on. Well, you ruined the surprise. No, this is going to be good, and you're going (laughs) to fucking love it. Perfect. Um, I did have a couple things I wanted. Oh, I did watch the Unsolved Mysteries UFO episode today. Did you watch it? I have not watched a single episode of Unsolved. I'm on like a French movie kick, so I'm watching. I'm pretty much going to be fully fluent in French in like six weeks. At this point. Oh, so you can watch the French episode. Perfect. And not have to read the subtitles. Perfect. Um, I did watch it, and it was funny because it was very interesting, intriguing. Definitely check it out. But you had mentioned something last week after I had read the story about the lady who lost her son and how you felt that it was just so sad that she couldn't talk about it with anyone. That's what these fucking people had to deal with for 20 years. I think they were just... So excited to get it off their chests. and I mean, one people were just so mean to them. They tried to talk about it, and everybody was rude. Some guy, this one lady owned a restaurant. This has nothing to do with the UFOs. Watch it for that shit. But some lady, she owned a restaurant. Some dickbag jumps up on the table in her restaurant and exposes himself and says, here's your alien now. I... You cut out for a while, and literally, you came back. You were saying something really sentimental on Zoom, and then you came back talking about a man exposing himself, saying, here's your alien, and that's where I came back to the story. So I don't really <laughs> want to know what you were talking about, because I just... Okay, I, yeah. That's... <laughs> what a great... Yeah, probably best not to, because I probably went way off. You'll have to listen to the podcast once stuff to figure out what I have. I'm so happy about that. I'm so happy. <laughs> that was that was the best, like, drop you into a conversation bit. Like, Pull you out, talk about a dick on a table. Yep. There you go. Every time. <laughs> Sometimes I do it on purpose in hopes that someone walks up and, like, catches the end of me talking about some dude's dick on a table. It's actually happened. You're welcome, sir. Perfect. <laughs> Oh, but y'all are going to have to tune in next week alone for the t-shirt idea I had and haven't done yet and should have and just whatever. But we do have other merch. You guys should check out oddityfiles.com slash site slash merch and check it out there. Hey, Nick, tell them our socials. All of them. All of them. Easy. At (laughs) oddityfiles. It's that simple. It's that simple. Everywhere on the Instagram, on the Twitter, on the TikTok, even on the Facebook. Yep. It's easy. It's like You're a $2 genius. bill. <laughs> Literally. 
Oh, Lord have mercy. So what you got going on, Nick? You got your exciting trip. I'm so excited. Yeah, I got the excited. I'm very excited about the trip. I'm kind of doing this thing. It's kind of like what what uh, some of the hipster girls do when Coachella comes up. I'm basically doing the same thing where I am building an, an outfit for myself. So I, I, I've, never, I've never worn a fedora before, but I bought a fedora today. Um, Shit, yes, you did. Yeah, so I'm very happy with that. I should have brought it down here and put it on for the Patreon yes. users uh, <laughs> to be continued next week. I bought some shorts. <laughs> That are real. They're they're very short. Um, they're probably about. I, I mean, they probably be banned in schools that allowed a dollar bill knees length. Um, but I'm gonna be outdoors, so I need the the air to touch my legs. So intrigued. Yeah. So what, what's what's the full rundown? I got I got the hat. I've got some short shorts. Um, some. Some dangerously, seductively short, short shorts. <laughs> I can't wait for pictures. <laughs> I have this like nice shirt that's uh, that looks like a dad would wear it to like Jamaica in the 1970s. Sweet. And I got a little travel backpack today, a little Kodo Paxi travel backpack. Um, oh, so I, oh, the I R REI again. I, you know, I, I might as well have just gone and been like, dress me. (laughs) (laughs) It would have, I have some some shoes coming as well. Some little, little hipster shoes. So Chacos? Yeah. This is my Coachella. It's amazing. (laughs) I I picture, you know, elephants carrying your trunk full of clothes to your Yurt? Is that what it was you were staying at? A yurt? Uh, you know, it is a yurt, but I, I, I'd i be lying if I didn't say that I was glamping. There is AC, a television, uh, a kitchen. I mean, come on. Oh. I'm not stupid. So is it, is it a tiny home or is it a yurt? What is a yurt? I have no idea what a fucking yurt it's is. It's a circular home um, that's in this garden in like the Blue Ridge area. So usually yurts... Okay. Yurts are a form of glamping, but usually they don't have the power and the electricity. But this has like a canopy bed, and and you can go pick from the garden in the morning and all this. So, oh, yeah, you will be at one with the earth, sir, oh. and it will be magical. One hundred percent. I'm ready, and I get to go to my Bigfoot museum. Which, to be honest, I don't think they really understood when I messaged them. I'm like, hey guys, I'll see you in August. <laughs> I don't think they understand. <laughs> I planned a whole trip around this place. I've already been. So. <laughs> fucking amazing and i bet they can't wait to see you either i listen i feel at home when i was there when i went the one time and we were talking about albino bigfoot and all this stuff i really felt at home so i'm excited to get away and you know put my mask on and go in and and talk to them about about bigfoot and stuff and there's sightings like weekly apparently so still Oh yeah, a hundred percent. If you follow them on Facebook, Expedition Bigfoot is the is the place. But if you follow them on I Facebook, they post sightings like people who who don't normally report this stuff are reporting it and saying that they saw a Bigfoot in their backyard and this crossing the road and this and this. So it's um, yeah, it's the perfect place. So I'm I'm hoping that I can nab myself a sighting as well. We'll see. 
Oh, God, I hope so. Make sure you have a GoPro on your forehead the entire time, oh. sir. I, I can send you one if you need Perfect. One. I'll slap one on myself. I'm trying to be technology-free, you know, I'm trying to be one with the earth. Oh, sorry. With my shorts okay. and my hat and my... <laughs> Yurt. That's why nobody gets it on film, because everybody's trying to be all earthy while they're out there seeing Bigfoot. Yep. Beats. That's true. Maybe it that's the thing. It. Maybe that's maybe it's like, you know, because there is some sort of magic with Bigfoot, and maybe that's the thing. Maybe like to see him, you have to fully disconnect from mm-hmm. the outside world and focus on the moment in time, living like he lives, and then boom, he will appear, like a spirit in the night. I don't see why not. You never know. New theories every week. Say. Here, I, I got him. Free God. I know. Oh. oh, snap. I love it. I love it. I'm so excited for you to take said vacation. And like I said earlier, and I will reiterate until you go, I need photos of all the stuff at the museum that they will let you take photos of because I know sometimes museums frown upon you taking photos. So no pressure. Oh, I'll take all of them. They allow it. I'll take okay. them all. I need to get. I'll get a CD for you. They they sell CDs of the of sounds and stuff recorded. Like they have a huge gift shop. So I'll get I'll get a CD for you and send it to you. I have a wonderful idea. I could just play that off my back deck and hopefully lure Mister Sassy Squatchy to my home. <gasps> Look at the good you do. <laughs> we should partner with uh what the, what's that app? The Calm app. You know how you can listen to like a babbling brook and like. Yes. fireflies and fluttering at night we should have a oddity yeah. files calm app setting where you can listen to like the <laughs> the bigfoot like Sasquatch screaming calls. in the distance yeah but it has to be real bigfoot not those people <laughs> trying to do the bigfoot call because those are fucking ridiculous we need the real thing because that's calming rednecks screaming at the top of their lungs is not calming nothing against rednecks maybe I don't know <laughs> Oh, my God. Let's get to the news, because I'm going to sit here and talk about this shit all goddamn podcast. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm sorry. I'm just treating this like we're not even recording and, you know, just hanging out with Nick, which is really why I look forward to this all the time. So I sent Nick a link of today's paranormal in the news, and I'm trying to pull it up. Here it is. So, guys, on the Reddit... Um, it's a video of a UFO performing shark, sh- not shark, sharp turns after somebody hits it with a laser pen type thing. Is that what you would say it is, Nick? Yeah, like one of those super laser pens. Pens. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's, so I'll post the video on our Instagram, as I always do, at Oddity Files uh, when the episode goes live. But it shows this thing flying around. I swear to God, it looks like a bat to me now that I'm really like staring at it while I'm talking about it. I don't know. But when the laser gets on it, it shines. So there's really no explanation of why they were doing this, how they came upon it or anything like that. I try not to dive too deep into the Reddit. But Nick, thoughts of the UFO performing sharp maneuver after laser pointer directly hits craft at Big Bear Lake. California. Uh, I mean, Big Bear is a hot spot. So, like, it's so 
I guess if we're picking apart the pieces here, one, Big Bear is a hotspot for UFO sightings. Two, mm-hmm. we've been quarantined. We're all going a little crazy. Sure, someone's probably <laughs> shining a, a laser pointer in the sky for fun, trying to be like, I'm going to get that star, and I'm going to zap that star, and I'm going to zap the pew, pew. I'm going to summon aliens. <laughs> yeah. um, but to quickly debunk, uh, so with those two things being said, I, I try to imagine, like, what alien craft is advanced enough to be far enough away from a little laser pointer and being like, oh shit, we're, we're, go- we're getting hit, they see us. They're we're spotted, us. boys. <laughs> we've been spotted, boys. <laughs> like, Turn around, we gotta go back to the mothership. So I'm looking at this video. Again, check our Instagram the day this goes up. We archive every single episode's Instagram stories. It looks like a fake laser to me, first and foremost. I don't know. I don't know anything about lasers other than ghost hunting lasers. And that looked pretty lightsaber-y to me. When did it go up? When was the Reddit post? Because um, I have a theory. I want to see if this aligns. Three days ago. Three days would have been... The 18th, 20th, 19th, would have been the 18th, correct? Yes. Right around there. So on the 18th, multiple articles from decent sources popped up online of, because the Curiosity rover on Mars sends photos back pretty frequently and they go to this private, uh, well, it's not private, it's a archived file and they're full res, and you can, you know, look at the, the files. It's great. On July 18th, there were multiple articles. One of a photo, it was a landscape, and someone, some conspiracy theorist, paranormal believer, whatever it was, zoomed in on this one portion of this photo, and it looks like a straight-up, like, the aliens out of Prometheus, but, like, real boxy. Like, looks like he's holding a little laser oh, gun. I just saw that, like, minutes before we started this. Yeah. yeah. So that picture surfaced of, like, uh, alien soldier on Mars spotted on Curiosity rover. Yes. That was July 18th. And then there's another photo, large landscape again. Someone zoomed in. And then on the side of this rock was this like crab-like alien creature on the side oh. of this rock face. Also July 18th. Did you see the ghost lady picture that was like two weeks ago on Mars? I saw the ghost lady. Everybody has too much goddamn time on their hands but continue yeah, so, I'm sorry. so much time but like even that like even you know a couple weeks ago when people were finding here the fact that these two photos surfaced plus we have this like maneuvering thing all on the 18th of july all in one span of a day uh, is pretty coincidental sure we have like you said we have time on our hands yeah but yeah maybe there's something deeper there i don't know yes maybe there is no here's my thing with the rover things it's paradelia or whatever it is i i looked at it i saw a lady on a rock i looked at the one you were just talking about the first time and i saw the crouchy little spacey alien guy in armor too but i mean first of all how would you have a ghost of a human on mars that's where i was with that whole fucking thing and uh, there's. Uh, I almost believe the lasers more than I believe either of those. Yeah, it's like people have to remember the Curiosity rover thing is great. If there was something that we shouldn't be seeing that would cause a complete stir, the good folks yeah. at NASA would probably censor those photos or pull them down from the archive or whatever. Yeah. But 
it's untapped territory. Like Mars is a place oh. no one has built, no one has knocked anything down, no one has done anything. Right? So these formations sure probably look like a crab crawler thing and sure probably look like a ghost soldier man alien. Okay. It happens. And it's fun to tweet about. It's super fun to tweet about, especially when people are bored as shit. And like just now, like ba- <laughs> baby's first conspiracy theory, baby's first paranormal story. Like everyone's <laughs> out here just getting into this because they're like, well, we don't have fuck all to do. So let's go ahead and become conspiracy theorists for the wrong yeah. reasons and shit. So it's like, oh, it's a weird time. <laughs> yeah. With the video, though, back to the original video, I I hate that they just show what they want people to see. Like, I want to watch them going out into the woods, getting the video, taking the video camera out. You know, I want to know what everything else happened around that is, because then that's the real story to me. I mean, I'm a reality TV junkie, but I don't know. I just feel like if it's just that little snippet, it seems fake to me. Yeah. But if you see the whole thing, but I mean, that's, that's the state of the world, right? Did you see the um, Osbournes are getting a show on the Travel Channel? I did. So Ozzy Osbourne's a fucking skeptic, mind blown. That's insane. Blown. Mr. Satan himself is a skeptic. So I can't wait to watch that show. But that's what those shows are. It's just that little snippet of that little piece of evidence you got and nothing to go with it. And it yeah. sparks up conversations like this, I guess. Yeah, so oh, totally. I guess they're doing the right thing. Well, I love Rob Lowe. I mean, Rob Lowe had a show for a while, and, like, that was great. The Lowe Files. Yeah. You watch that? We're the only two people that watch that. It's insane. It's great because, like, he did an interview where he was like, hey, this Bigfoot episode, like, sure, but when, when we turned the cameras off, the stuff I saw, I could never explain. And here's the shit that went okay. down. And I'm just like, sweet. This is great. Why were you not rolling your cameras? That's fine, though. You're Rob Lowe. I trust you. Exactly. Exactly. I've loved you since the 80s. <laughs> but yes, the the low files. And plus, I love that he had his kids with him and everything like that. But yes, we are the only two people in the world that watch the low files. Yep. We are indeed. Hence one season. Worth it. <laughs> but I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's not that hard, people. Oh. Just binge it. It's probably no. somewhere on one of the 45 streaming services. It was on A&E, I believe. Oh, there's your I problem really right there. I much. I paid attention. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it's time to tell stories. Do you think so? I don't. I have no idea what time we're at because, yeah. you know, I, I lost connection and this is try two and it's getting a little thundery out there again. Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening. Galileo. Okay, is it my turn to go first? <laughs> I don't remember. Maybe. What was last so. week? No, I don't think so. Was last week the conspiracy ep- when I was all conspiracy? Yes, yes. So, so you went last, so it's your turn to go first. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, I guess I'll dive in. Are you Are you ready? Yay. Okay, so this I is... I was born ready, sir. Good. I wasn't. So this is a this is a true story. This is not a myth. This is not a legend. This is a story with facts, with time-stamped text messages, and so much more. All the names have been changed for the safety of the folks involved, and... 
this story does involve uh, uh, a discussion of uh, suicide. So, there is the warning before I dive in. So here we go. Can't wait. In In 2018, not too long ago, in a small town, and I will not name where, uh, there was a family who was living in a house and it was a normal house. There was nothing wrong with the house. The house was perfectly fine. It was a nice quaint home and everything was fine. And the house is in a cul-de-sac. One day after having lived in the house for a while, a little while, so about a year and a half ish, the neighbor next to this house got into some trouble. There was an ambulance that showed up. There was police that showed up and all this. And it turns out that this neighbor had committed suicide. It was very sad. And as any suburban neighborhood community does, they start talking. And so in this cul-de-sac, these people were talking and the, the folks living in this house found out that this family found out that the owner of the house that they were staying in also had committed suicide many years before. And so the family, having not experienced any paranormal, anything, have not, having not experienced any, any, any bad energies, anything like that, they decided to move away. But this is where the story gets pretty crazy. That family received a text message from the new tenants of that house. And the text message read, Hey, we moved into the house last year. I have a really strange question for you. We've had some very strange activity in the basement room. Did you ever experience anything, quote-unquote, ghostly, weird, living here? Sounds crazy, but it's been happening more than once, and last night, a friend spent the night and saw crazy things she couldn't explain. Pretty crazy. So to what? to explain the house, uh, the, the house was it's kind of a strangely built, built house, um, but there is a garage area, and then there is a basement um, room kind of connected to the garage, that was turned into a uh, basically like a lofty spare bedroomy type area. It is to my knowledge that this room was turned into uh, the new tenant's daughter's bedroom, which okay. is completely normal. So then, the the more information came around. Um, apparently, what had happened is the neighbors of the house had basically confirmed to the neighbors on the other side the neighbors had confirmed to the new tenant that they had also had some paranormal issues before oh yeah because apparently that's a normal thing they said that the uh that they had that their their small son had uh, an experience with a spirit of a child who was visiting him nightly in this neighbor's house which was neighboring oh, okay. in the cul-de-sac yeah this is the neighbor and after the little boy had detailed instances with this experience with this little ghost child this neighboring family had their house blessed so they had had people come over bless the house that whole number 
And that was it. So it was the neighbor's house that was blessed, not the actual house. Okay. Correct. So then after continuing to talk to the, t- the, the new tenant, they continued to detail things that were happening, including saying, quote, another thing that's been really freaky lately is my daughter keeps her door shut all the time because we have a dog and she doesn't want the dog to go in her room. And twice in the last two weeks, I went in my daughter's room the door had been shut all day, and it smelled like really stinky garbage. Oh, God. With nothing. The, the dog did not go to the bathroom in the room. Nothing. There was no, yeah. there was, there was no issue. There's no ventilation issue. There was no molding issues. It was nothing. Huh. So the uh, previous tenants were asking the new tenants to elaborate further, and they did. Uh, saying it's been happening more the past few weeks. In December, my daughter first heard the steps near the basement room creaking slowly and the door open. Then, as I recall, ever since we've lived here and mainly for the past three or four months, every morning when I get up, that door to the garage from the house is always standing wide open in the morning. Oh, God. That's unsafe. That's very unsafe. She then continued to say, uh, "I've been getting on my onto my children, saying they're not shutting it and all the or shutting it all the way." In early April, my daughter, who has epilepsy, had a nightmare that something was standing over her bed, staring at her, and she woke up and started praying. And that was early April. And then the smells have been the last few weeks, just randomly. And so last night was the most vivid thing that has happened. In my daughter's and and my daughter's friend witnessed it all. So, oh God, this is what's uh, gonna happen next. This is the, um, the, the 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 moment that things became real for this family. And I will tell you right now, okay. there is no conclusion to this story. This is just paranormal oh, happening in everyday life. Do they want somebody to come investigate? I got it. Maybe. <laughs> They Let's just go. might. So the, the, the paraphrased version of this story goes like this. This woman's daughter was having a sleepover. Uh, during that sleepover, the daughter and her friend were downstairs in her room. They had gone to sleep. They both were in the same bed. These were young girls, uh, like early teens. And mm-hmm. the daughter's friend woke up feeling the covers being pulled no. slowly off of her. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I'm out. Not really. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and so she ripped the covers up and pulled them over her. And when she did, she had them over her head for a short few moments. And she heard the door to the bedroom no, open. No, no, no. Very slowly and she's afraid to look and so of course well, yeah as well she should be you should be and so she finally she figured it's quiet maybe it's whatever it is it's gone maybe i'm dreaming maybe it's this maybe it's that and so she pulls her covers down to see two shadowy figures of children one of them holding a balloon for no. whatever reason uh-uh Staring down at her, staring at her, like through, peering through her soul. Oh. 
And no. after exchanging these looks for a few moments, the kids open their mouth to let out a scream. And she screams with them. And all the lights in the room flash and flicker. And then just no. like that, they're gone. I would pay to have that happen. Why doesn't that happen to me? Not in my house, but somebody else's house. I want to spend the night in her room. It's, Come on. I want to sleep over too. It sounds, it sounds terrifying. It sounds terrible. It does. So. Why a balloon? Why does it have to be have a balloon? Just to make it creepy? Was it a red balloon? Do we even know? I don't. I do not have those specific details. But. Uh. It is an interesting scenario because this goes. This is this is such a fascinating story for me because I mean, experience more so than a story. But this is you know, last week we talked about. I mean, the last couple weeks we've talked about skeptics and people who exist and the people the people who who you really believe are the ones who don't really believe in this. Like those are the people who get mm-hmm. you go, like, get you being like, yeah, yeah, you're right, this is real. Um, yeah. But you can't do that. You, you got to handle it a little bit more sensitively because the, like these people seem like they are scared. And right, right. There are layers to this because this new tenant, this woman, her experiences don't sound like something that she really believes in. And then you have the daughter who can't explain her own experiences. And then you bring in a third party, which is the friend, who also yeah. can't explain what's happening. So, wow. Yeah. It's it's fascinating because they're But they but they they want answers. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they definitely want answers. And I imagine I imagine that if this persisted, they probably moved out. Um the house is a rental. The the owner was not really looking to sell apparently and that's just sort of how it is, but it's Again, this is a a fascinating story because sometimes these stories do not have endings. These experiences do not have endings. They are experiences alone, right. on their own, but there's some weight to it because these are real people having these real experiences. So, How old was the teenager? Do you know exactly? I do not know. Because they say, and I don't know if there's any weight behind it. I've heard it said by people. Like, I haven't done any research on it. They say that little girls, like, between, like, 12, 13, 14, you know, when they're turning into a woman and all that stuff, they can themselves cause paranormal activity. Now, I don't know if there's ever been research done on this, but they say children in general can cause poltergeist activity. I did a story a long time ago on there was a poltergeist in somebody's house where the bottle, the pop tops of bottles were just popping off all over in the house for no reason. And then come to find out, like once the sun got a little older, just everything stopped. When they took the sun out of the equation, everything would stop. He didn't know he was doing it. He wasn't trying to make it happen. But for some reason, they just blamed it on this boy. So, I mean, that's, I'm getting all, but that's a theory. Again, like I said, I haven't done research on it, but I wonder, I I had a friend a long time ago who said that his daughter was causing paranormal activity in his house. So I I don't know if it's a thing. If you guys know if it's a thing, drop us a line, oddityfilescrew at gmail.com, or, you know, maybe 
we'll do a story on it. But that's that's an option because if the previous owners didn't have any paranormal activity, that could be it. It could be the spirit is more comfortable with the people living there now. Or maybe the spirit liked the people who lived there before better, so it didn't show themselves. I don't know. There's so many options. I just know I want to go get that spirit story. (laughs) Yeah. It's very, very interesting, and it seems like there's more and more. I think there's, there's, like I said, it's it's all in the weight of the story. I think there's there there are so many different types of stories, and it's just like these ones are have always been so interesting because it's like these are real people who are Mm -hmm. like telling this casual story, like and here's this thing that happened, and it's kind of scary, and like it's weird, and you know this and that, and yada yada yada. So. Yeah, super, super interesting. Um, uh, I'll have to try to do some digging and see if there is some sort of conclusion to the story. But that's, I mean, this is just a... That would be interesting. A surreal experience. So maybe we'll, we'll do a follow-up yeah. on it. But that's that's it for now. That's amazing. So scary. So creepy. And... Uh, but paranormal, there's not always an end. I mean, in... in folklore and you know ghost stories there's always an end but in real life paranormal activity there isn't always an end i think that's why i'm so obsessed with it (laughs) oh it's like zero closure like it is it is it it is the stuff that makes human beings go crazy because there is there's no closure to paranormal activity you you can have it once and then never have it again or have it for six months and then it go away forever and you have no answer ever nope so and that's why I'm obsessed. We just figured it out finally. Thanks, Nick. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, you ready for a story? I was born. I I want to shut my mouth and listen. So, guys, have you heard of ParaboxMonthly.com? Get ready for this. It's kind of cool. Every box contains an amazing soft style paranormal T-shirt and a content card. These items also contain a hidden password. Okay. Once discovered, it'll open up a new mystery online. How cool is that? If you can solve their challenge, you'll be entered into a monthly drawing for free merchandise. So cool. So here's all you need to do. You head to paraboxmonthly.com and add promo code oddityfiles. And you're set. Check it out. It's paraboxmonthly.com, promo code oddityfiles. Check it out. Guys, I'm pretty excited to tell you about this new product I'm using. Soul Drops are sacred plant supplements that boost overall wellness by enhancing your mind, body, and spirit. See what I did there? Made with traditional healing plants, this special microdosing option empowers self-healing and performance optimization. Soul Drops allow you to power up physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Again, See what I did there? With only a few drops per day, Soul Drops can empower your self-healing and optimization. Now, I'm not kidding. I found Soul Drops on a social media ad, and guys, I'm shocked at the results. I'm not even kidding. I'm not making this up. I am shocked at the results. My moods have leveled out, and I'm sleeping better. So Soul Drops is brought to you by renowned shamanic healer and herbalist Vlada Talon. She uses an ancient process to offer all natural, legal, and safe microdosing. 
Her master plant formulas have transformed the lives of thousands of people, including me. So I figured out a way to get you guys Soul Drops at a 10% discount. Are you ready? Head on over to souldrops.net and type in oddity files, one word, in the discount code box. I got the Master Trinity set, and I tell you what, this stuff works. So head on over to souldrops.net and remember to type oddity files, again, one word, into the coupon code to get your 10% off. And you know what? You can just thank me later. This is pretty much the coolest thing ever. Ever feel like somebody's watching you in your house and you don't know why and you're the only one in the house? Did you know real estate brokers are not obliged to tell you if someone died in the house unless you ask? Yep, I found that one out the hard way. I mean, it's certainly not a checkbox on a Zillow site, now is it? So are you looking at houses and don't wanna move into a murder house? I mean, I do, but I understand that it's not for everyone. Well, now you can find out who died in your house, or any house for that matter, and usually what the cause of death was as well. And we have a way for you to save money when you do. Of course we do. Check out diedinhouse.com. Save 10% by using promo code OddityFiles, one word, no spaces, before buying or renting a home. Get informed about everything. Use diedinhouse.com to learn the house history. Again, head to diedinhouse.com and enter promo code OddityFiles, one word, at checkout, and you'll save 10%. So the East Coast is full of weird and paranormal. Maybe it's because it was the first part of the country so densely settled back in the old-timey days of Hamilton kind of shit. Or maybe... It's because there's allegedly an interdimensional vortex right in New York State. Or is it? Well, let's take a look at the facts the Google gave me. (laughs) So for years, the residents of Watertown, New York, have whispered of a strange location in their local park. A location when, if approached at the right time, will make you disappear only to reappear later. Well, usually, according to some, there are those who don't make it back. While this sounds like a fun urban legend, the city of Watertown in 2013 came out and acknowledged the strange tales. They've even put up a warning sign to help visitors remain cautious while in the vicinity of the supernatural vortex. If all of this wasn't weird enough for you, get this. The code name for Nevada's infamous Area 51 is Watertown. And it turns out that the head of the CIA, Alan Dulles, was a Watertown native. All the way to the top! (laughs) This Frederick Law Olmsted designed park atop Watertown, is said to contain a time vortex that transports those who discover it to another portion of the park. Eyewitnesses to the phenomenon have reported over the years that the location seems to move within the park. Many feel Thompson Park has a vortex that wraps folks right out of time. That was weird. I must pace and cut that. Anyhow, so this vortex is explained by 
Bob in H2O Town on YouTube. We'll talk a little bit about Bob in H2O Town. But he describes it as a portal in space and time. And he's pretty adamant about it, too. Says he he brought it up with the mayor on several occasions. So, you know, he's that guy. He also says that it's ley lines that are the cause of this. For those who don't know what a ley line is, allthatisinteresting.com describes them as lines that crisscross around the globe like latitudinal and longitudinal that was longitudinal my lights are flashing just letting you know nick (laughs) lines and i don't think it's paranormal that are dotted with monuments and natural landforms and carry along with them rivers of supernatural energy and our new pal you know bob and h2o town rambles on about these ley lines for quite a bit he literally describes the ley lines as feng shui of the earth. I mean, lulls. <laughs> so, you know, I love every single one of you so much because I sat and listened to this self-proclaimed expert drone on and on about something he really knew nothing about for 20 minutes as the video of his computer screen. Like he took the video of his computer screen vertical and then like flipped it sideways so it was hor- it was and, and it was shaking the whole time and it was it was an article that had nothing to do I don't know I just want to see a picture of this guy I'm sure he's very very interesting anyway so you're fucking welcome every single one of you but he went on and on about really nothing but we learned that ley lines and earth chakras I've never heard of earth chakras in my life and I consider myself pretty woo-woo when it comes to that kind of stuff. <laughs> but these earth chakras are near this park, according to this rambling idiot. Oh, and he also claims, this may be a story for you, Nick, later, I'm not sure, that there were remains of a giant found in this area, too, just a few years ago. Oh, shit. A giant. Wow. Like like a fictional character giant. And where was the, what's, what area is this? This is just outside of Utica, New York, but it's Watertown, New York. It's up in the northern parts okay. of it. Because it's still in, so the giant's bones are still in Utica. Um, According to H2O Town on YouTube. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I got some digging to do. I got some homework to do. <laughs> Give me those giant <laughs> bones. Oh, so there's also a site that was much more informative. Thank you so much. It's um, hauntedhistorytrail.com, which I believe is the official site for the Vortex and the park and all the stuff and all the things. Says that it's said to contain a time vortex that transports those who discover. I already read this earlier. This is literally a pace and cut. But eyewitnesses to the phenomenon. No, I read all of this. Skip that. Moving on. So <laughs> this is really, really the important part. Here's what some random, peop- random people that I know absolutely nothing about had to say about it on the interwebs. We're going to start with roadtrippers.com. And according to Gravelator67, he writes, well, unless my watch and calendar are off, we went in and the vortex spit us out four minutes later. Maybe it's just me promising the next according to naysayer kevin sherman 
I will not read this as it was written. Punctuation has been added by yours truly. This is good. This is a winner, kids. So he goes on to say, this is all created by an old nutcase satanic worshiper, comma, that I added, who many people have seen go up there claiming about the vortex. She was seen many times and even left behind a pewter urn goblet. I don't even know what that is. Do you? Pewter, pewter urn goblet? E-A-R-N goblet. Yeah. I don't know what a, I know what an urn is. I don't know what an urn goblet is. Yeah, an urn like a. Okay, he probably just yeah. he probably meant to put U R N instead of E A R N. So, okay. oh, comma that I placed there, where they cut up animals. It was her and two other guys doing it. There's no vortex. I'm just gonna read it like I assume it was written. Um. What is there has been proven throughout the years in regard to the iron deposits, quartz, crystals, in the limestone rocks, along with copper. Combined, they create electromagnetic fields that can cause you to think of time lapses or disorientation. One more paragraph from this dick face, but I can't even punctuate it, so I'm going to just go with the run-on sentences ahead. Um, The other thing is anyone can take a cell phone, compass, anything electric, even EMF detector that is used for testing circuit boards, not for ghosts, since that is not what the real use, anyways, up there, and you will get all, oh, a lot of issues, such as different polarities in the compass, even radio waves and cell phones frequencies waves from RF transmitters that are blocked and or distorted, period lowercase all the limestone in the park and around the entire higher elevations outside of waterton are loaded with iron cores combined with quartz crystals period capital just search herkimer county new york just the other side of this area and they mine quartz diamonds even one guy found one size of 10 by 20 inches in the Black River about 25 years ago and had it displayed in his computer shop and he have it under the old Woolworths that later became stream. Okay, Gravelator, that was a lot of hard work on your part. Words are hard, but they're not that fucking hard. (laughs) You did it. You damn did it. (laughs) You damn fucking did it. And then this is again from Road Trippers. Um, George Standlansky said in 2015, are you ready for this, Nick? Oh, shit. There has been a Bigfoot sighting in Thompson Park just recently. The past few nights have included overnight expeditions to see if they can find more evidence. Vortexes, portals, Bigfoot, always together. That, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> it totally does. There are I'm not saying it's aliens, but aliens. Yep. Okay. So this is the best first I, I got all the bullshit out of the way. This is the best first hand story I found. It was on Reddit, going full circle as we do, posted by a deleted user <laughs> about one year ago. Because I actually wanted to kind of look into who had written it, but they deleted their account. But here's the story of a random Reddit user, and that oh, story shit. goes. A little something like this. One of my roommates, who we're going to just call B, came with me. 
we decided to walk the four miles because hiding my car didn't seem like a possibility and the park officially closed at 9 p.m. We got there at around 8.30 after a long day of classes and started poking around. It's not like we knew what we were looking for at all, so we really did just wander around for a few minutes until I noticed a hiking path that had been chained off. Well, I mean, if you're going to trespass, go all the way, right? I like this girl. We make our way over to the chain into what could only be described as the most cliche horror film imaginable. It wasn't noticeable at first, but the further we got, the darker it got. The trail must have been closed a while because the trees were so thick that there was absolutely no light, not even from the moon. When it got to the point that it was noticeable, we got nervous. When we really couldn't see six inches in front of our faces, we agreed that I would take the lead with my phone light and B would turn her phone off to save the battery in case something really went wrong. These girls are stupid, but super, super smart at the same time. (laughs) When I turned my light on, my stomach dropped. There was something wrong with the trees. They were twisted and covered in cancerous-looking knots. We stared at it a little too long, and B pointed out that some of them could almost be faces. We stopped pointing the light up. Good call, girls. It got worse the further we went into the woods. The only sound was our feet squelching in the mud. And then the squelching got worse, and we realized it was because the ground was covered in what must have been a few thousand night crawlers. Nope, I'm out. Oh, shit. We walked for at least 20 minutes without taking a single step that didn't crush at least 10 of the goddamn worms. And that was the only sound, other than the occasional conversation to figure out which of the many paths we should take to get out. Eventually, it got so muddy, and the paths just sort of stopped. Overall, we were lost for about 45 minutes to an hour. I finally gave up on the paths and just plowed through the trees trying to get us out, because by this point, B was getting upset, and I was well past anxious. We were two teenage girls under five foot six, lost in the dark woods at night, like some kind of B-list first-person horror flick. We came out at the golf course somehow, and after we stopped at the restroom there to pee, well, I did anyway, and ran from the local skunk that must have lived there. (laughs) Sorry, skunks are funny. Um, We managed to find our way back to the path that took us back to the main park area. We had only been there an hour and a half at most, maybe even two, but when B turned her phone back on, It was a little after three in the morning. They had lost almost five hours between arriving and finding our way back to the entrance. We looked at one another and had our holy shit dude moment before we came back down to earth and decided it was time to get the hell out of Dodge. The story goes on to talk about the police officers that find them and yada, yada, yada. But that's... That's the gist of the story. Whoa. The hell? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so supernatural investigators have inspected the vortex, discovered the presence of very high electromagnetic fields in the vortex. Does this account for people being snapped from this dimension to another? Or maybe run-on sentence Kevin is onto something. 
Another explanation is that very high EMF bands can cause people to feel headaches, nausea, feeling watched, hallucinations, and intense illness. And high EMF ratings are also said to be an energy source for paranormal activity that they can feed off of. So you be the judge. And I totally forgot my wingman. <laughs> the wingman is the internet. The Google. <laughs> the internet. The Google. The entire internet. That's, I mean, I believe in all that vortex shit. I, I think. Yes. I don't know. It's like, uh, I think like time, space, everything is so interesting that there's so much depth and things we don't know. That's like, what's to say that like maybe our atmosphere has been penetrated and there's some sort of vortex that maybe is from and like another dimension. And I mean, like, come on, like, we don't know that there's not, we don't know that there is. So why shut it down? Yeah. It's like, we haven't proven that it's not a thing. Which means it very well could be a thing. One of my first investigations I had been on, um, I this is where I figured out that I had some kind of superpower, as I like to call it. But I was walking down a hallway with while they were giving it was Chris was with me. They were giving Chris and I the tour of the place, and the lady was a a psychic medium herself. And I'm walking down this hallway, and all of a sudden I just drop down to the floor like my knees are up my feet are on the floor and my ass is on the floor and I just felt like I was going to vomit and everything was spinning and I thought oh my god here it goes I'm having a heart attack and she looks at me and she says are are you a sensitive I'm like um no I kind of think I'm a badass I'm not sensitive at all I didn't know anything about all this shit back then and she goes well you just walk through what everybody thinks is a portal here and only sensitives would feel like that while walking through it. So portals, vortexes, I kind of feel like they have the same vibe. I feel like vortexes are more spacey and portals are more ghostly. But that's just the way I look at it. Yeah. Anything's possible. I think that it's it's there. It's also tr- it's, it's, it's truly like, I mean, you just said it really. Like it's all perception of the person. It's like your energy and what you experience and you know someone could see a vortex someone will never even think they saw one in their life like it's all about your energy and where that radiates from and what you believe in and all that like it's all the same thing really all this is like it's the circle of paranormal it's the circle of just everything well if you find a portal near your yurt or a vortex near your yurt i want pictures I, I will. I hope I get some, like, Twin Peaks shit where I, like, walk yes. into a tree portal and get sucked into a, a little red room. I don't know. Yes, please. Yes, please. I'd love that. I'd love that. <laughs> I say I was going to read a story. I think I'm going to save it for next week just because we're having so many struggles with my interwebs tonight, and I apologize for that. But Nick, where does the new cool go? Ghost on. <laughs> like it's not that bad, guys. We adore you. We appreciate you. Keep sharing the love. Tell your friends about us. Tell your grandma about us. I'm hearing that the grandmas love Nick. They hate me, but they love Nick. Tell your grandpa about me, though. He's going to like me. And that weird guy at Starbucks. Don't <laughs> tell him about our podcast, please, guys. Ghost on, guys. See you later.
Okay, guys, I have another casting call for you. A leading television production company is seeking participants for a documentary for a major cable network about the phenomenon of sleep paralysis. They are looking for cases where people in the same geographical area have experienced paranormal activity while sleeping. So think the real life nightmare on Elm Street. If you're interested in sharing your story and have friends and neighbors who have experienced the same thing, please send an email with a brief description about your experience and include the state or region where you live. Send the email to casting at momentumcontent.tv. They look forward to hearing your stories. Oddity Files is an independent production. Intro music created by DJ Jimmy. Wah, wah. 2020 artwork created by me, Kitsy Duncan. The opinions expressed in this podcast are ours and ours alone. Well, maybe yours too. If you like the show and would like to support us, visit oddityfiles.com and click on support or go to patreon.com slash oddityfiles. Every little bit helps with both the podcast and the TV show. You can also support us by watching Oddity Files on Amazon Prime. It's free to Prime members and dirt cheap to those who aren't. You can find us on all the social media sites at Oddity Files. Keep spreading the word by sharing, retweeting, and reposting. Join our Oddity Files Facebook group by searching Oddity Files Fan Group and click Join. We'll approve you as soon as we can. All weirdos are welcome. Not into that social media stuff? Tell your coworkers, family, even the weird guy who just won't stop talking to you in line for coffee. Oh, and grandma. Your grandma will love us. We appreciate each and every one of you. And if it weren't for you, we have no idea what we would do with our lives. If you have a story you'd like to submit, Send it on in at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Also, send in story ideas, silly, weird memes, or just positive vibes to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. You can also call in and leave that in a voicemail. Call us at 317-300-6699. To contact us about an appearance, reach out at kitsy at oddityfiles.com. When you have a sec, rate, review, and subscribe. We know it doesn't sound like much, but it really helps us get up there on the podcasting charts. And remember, kids, weird is the new cool. Ghost on. Um, why are you still here? Go on. Get out of here. Turn it off. It's done. Really? I swear, go. Get. Serious, I'm out of here.